Josh O.K. Daly, formerly a member of the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters. Coming up next is The Exes on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I can't wait to see what they got to say this week. Look out! Michelle Simpson, and you're listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. This week of With the Exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realist, and this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. And we are already starting off, I don't want to say wrong, <laughs> but with some challenges. I'm just going to push past. And that's push good. Past. That's, that's just what we have to do. Yeah. So this week, we are talking about seasons of that wife life. We both have kids, multiple Yes. So we know a little bit about what that looks like. Absolutely. And from one stage to the next, how that transitions. Right. The good, the bad, the ugly. ugly. Yeah, all the in-between stuff. Before that, we have to give our shout-outs and say our props to the people around the world. Right. to us this week. Right. We do have a drum roll, but we have to create our own for right now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We have the United States. Russia, Canada, Mexico, Czech Republic, Denmark, 
Italy, Venezuela, Australia, and the Philippines. The Philippines. We Girl, get guys. out of here. We're going to see y'all in person one day, though. Absolutely. I'm ready. Put that out there. We are going to travel the world. Yes. Hey, to folk. Oh. Yes. So, jumping right in. Okay. Of course, we thank you guys for listening and for supporting us, for tuning in from Absolutely. one week to the next. We Absolutely. continue to learn and grow. Absolutely. And still be nervous. Yes. I'm like, I just, yes. it just is what it is. Tell the yes. truth, same devil. Yes. So, but the nerves are not like bad, bad. No. I think I've gotten a little bit comfortable. Absolutely. Just a little bit used to it. Absolutely. Okay, so I want to say thank you to all of Fishbowl, all of Facebook. We're having some challenges on Facebook right now. Right. So if you guys are on, just type something in and let us know. If not, we will catch you when we see you. Like when right. we actually see you. <laughs> right. Um, with the X's is the platform that we use to bridge marriage and mental health. So we say right. that so people are aware from one week to the next of right. what it is we're talking about and right. what we're doing. And so when we go into seasons tonight, we're still trying to get the right people in the right relationships. Yes. Or get people right in the relationships they're in. Absolutely. So for those of you ladies who are in these different stages, right. these in-betweens right. from the girlfriend to the fiance right. to the wife to the mother to the grandmother right. so on and so forth to the we ex get you. <laughs> to the ex yes <laughs> we get you because that's a season right. two but then the flip side i think this is going to be a great show for the guys because Ooh. if you are walking around going i, I don't know what's wrong like right. i'm not understanding right. what is going on i can't win for losing right you know everything always broke right so watch how to fix it <laughs> right. yeah uh-huh we probably gonna get into some of that too absolutely just a little bit, we need so. to so you might not really be crazy <laughs> <laughs> you just in the right yeah you just in the season right now right so it is what it is right champagne and shades uh oh so i put them out already i tried to be proactive and oh, put the shades on yes. the table i think i'll go with these okay and the print these. tonight I might be oh, matching. Yes. I might not be you matching. You are very well, much so. Oh, look at you. <laughs> so there were a couple of topics. Okay. Uh, you know, we got to do the Wendy Williams catch up. Right. But it's almost like really, from from week to week, there's always something different. But I right? guess that's just going to be normal during Absolutely. the season that she's in. Absolutely. Because with all the stuff that they've got between them, right? They're probably going to be going back and forth with divorce litigations for at, at least a year. year yeah at least a year right so i'm sure that's just going to be a developing story continuously Absolutely. so what came up this past week is that she hired a private investigator and i have to put this disclaimer that. out there because y'all know that i'm new to this whole mm -hmm. gossip area mm -hmm. and celebrity life and what they right. do so i need to tell you that by the time you get the tea on the exes right it's gonna be cold just it, yes <laughs> just it has know, probably changed it's going to be cold <laughs> right because i'm going to always be behind <laughs> when it comes to what's going on out there right because i got enough of what's going on Ooh, already with my in own here. self yeah so what's popping now that's why we don't have the now on there probably Girl. it's just what's popping what's what's popping yeah what's popping what's done popped what's <laughs> <laughs> it already popped, what popped so what's done already popped this week is uh according to 
I want to. I can't remember which site it was on because I go to different ones. Right, right. But the assumption is that Kelvin had been seeing the young lady for as many as fifteen years. Right. Um, I think it started two months after she had their son. So it was like she had a baby and he started a whole new relationship. Wow. I don't even know what that season is called. Crazy. That's what <laughs> it's oh, crazy. Her crazy. Another, it's his crazy. Because she was at home with a newborn. Right. And he should have been at home with a newborn too. And then that way you wouldn't have to be with a newborn right now. <laughs> karma that's what that is you weren't at home with when you know he took gave over birth that. to a newborn right 18 years ago right but now you at home with a newborn now you at home with that a newborn. wendy don't have no Guess responsibility what? he's for. probably not at home with the newborn well okay keep going I'm yep sorry. that right there mm -hmm. but this is what got me he wants child support spousal support and for wendy to cover their sons, Kev Kelvin Jr.'s college tuition. Wouldn't she do that anyway? I assume that as a parent, y'all just figure out right. how to navigate his college life. If that doesn't fall on one parent in particular. But in this new day and age, child support, from my understanding, goes through college. It does? That's why he's trying to get it. Yeah, they right. changed that some okay. years ago. Okay, but... Okay, what's the deal with... Um, child support is he not going to stay with his mom that's it that's what i'm trying to figure out but i think he's in college so maybe when he comes home because again child support legally now goes until the child finishes college right but so he whoever is responsible i would imagine he's because be she made a mom. comment recently saying she was trying to figure out what her new life would look like with her and her son mm -hmm. so if so he's with her so if he is with her. But now. How do you. Because I know he's not asking for child support for the new baby. I was about to say that. No. Charlemagne the God said he must be trying to get child support for this new baby. Because if Wendy was already footing the bill for that relationship. Why she would was. they uh, want to change it up now? And I said that's a valid point. Because she has financed their entire relationship. She said that out of her own and mouth. And possessed that whole car. The whole car. Not half of it. But he sold a house that okay. he bought for the young lady that they were living in. I was wondering if he had sold he it. He sold it. It finally sold. Okay. I heard that on um, it's some chronicles. I can't think of her name, but she's a blogger. And okay. she had the proof and all that right. stuff. She's been in contact with the realtor. Right. So the house is sold. I think it's sold for like 750000 So he has that money cash. And it doesn't go into the divorce, which is why the young lady said he was trying to get it sold before he even responded to the divorce. Like, remember, he just now started talking about right. what his requests are. Right. But it's because but, the house is sold. Because Wendy why? would otherwise be entitled to half of that. Or she but, probably would have owned that whole house had he not sold it. But I'm trying to figure out why she don't still own it. It was in his name and he sold it. But she didn't know married. he had the house. Yeah, but she wasn't on the, the deed. Oh, so they not in Texas, so maybe that's why. That, yeah, that that might be what it is. Okay. Because in Texas, you it don't matter. law at, what, six months? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a whole lot. Yeah. So that's what's happening with them. And I was like, okay, is he just crazy? Because why would he do everything that he's done and then ask her for some money?
Girl, it almost make me happy that I'm living my life. Well, be happy that you're living yes, your life. Yes, yeah. because that's a lot. Yeah, that is, that's the type of stuff that people get killed over. Right. So let's hope she has some people in her corner that's keeping her sane. Yes, and you know, that's, but you know what? Sometimes it's not even the person that's in it that gets the angriest. Well, that's true. Sometimes it's. The person the people that love mm-hmm. yes absolutely he well, better walk light we are not condoning violence no we're not we're just saying there's a possibility that and, something might you know, happen to somebody this in this is real life situation yeah and we haven't heard a peep from the girl not anymore oh she not after ta- she yeah. let that picture out right then she went on back to the house right okay and moving Making right a along mess. yes <laughs> now this was news to me I found okay. this out about a week ago Monica and Shanna Yes, Lamb. got divorced. Yeah, well, she filed for it, and she was trying to have the case sealed, like the record sealed for privacy, but because the divorce is public, she didn't succeed. So right. I was listening to a blogger talk about her situation. They've been together eight years now, and I was reading that T.I. and Tiny have a reality show, and I'm guessing and she's on it. on it. She is. Well, the producers are not happy because she won't talk about the divorce but i respect her for not bringing that absolutely that's personal private business everybody's not crazy and how about let me deal with this first on my own terms and then yeah process it and let me decide what i want to share you know this might be reality tv but it is still so real to me it's her life and my heart and the kids yeah. So ratings or no ratings, I just feel like there is a point where you have to draw the line. And, and I, respect I respect my privacy. That she is doing that. Absolutely. Or not. It's Absolutely. not like she needs that chick. No. T.I. and Tiny don't need that. No, they chick. don't. They, they have a good enough show. And to be honest, they probably don't her. care if she talks about it or not. Yeah. It's because the they know. Yes. Uh-huh. Because, and because they've been through their own thing. Yeah. And they knew how how that turned so out absolutely yeah so kudos to monica absolutely for just putting her foot down girl you this have two thumbs business. and feet up yeah good for her right so aisha curry did you hear about that no steph curry's wife she interviewed with jada on the red table talk and i read the comments she said something and i saw the clip she said that Steph gets all of this attention from other women and I get that and she kind of just candidly said it's not the same for her she doesn't get attention from guys anywhere and she has been dragged and I'm not understanding why she's been dragged other than people just really don't have nothing else to do I understand what she's saying people are always coming on to Steph right and She's probably looking like, okay, am I not cute? Or am I invisible? Not that they have to approach me. Right. But I would imagine it would be nice if somebody did. Right. And so I was having this dialogue with a guy, and he was like, I I just don't believe her. Somebody somewhere is trying to holler at her. Because my comment was, everybody knows who Aisha Curry is. Right. Nobody is going to step to Aisha Curry because of Steph. Absolutely. Like, who would do that? Nobody's going to step to Barack Obama. No. Like, who would Baby, do that? <laughs> not, not nobody who know Michelle. So, I Wonder felt that. like 
even the most trifling guy right is saying okay that's Steph Curry right there right moving right along and dudes do that they have like this boy bro so. code well a guy was one of my homeboys was like that's crazy guys don't care a fine woman is a fine woman and I'm like I don't they see it do that care. way in the NBA that would be like somebody trying to hit on Vanessa you right. think somebody is gonna walk up to Kobe's woman no I don't either no so I get what she's saying I had right. to tell somebody else I completely understand what she's saying simply because there are probably women throwing their underwear at Steph that's true there aren't no men throwing boxes no. and bones at her no and so just like some of y'all go out there to see if you still got it right she wants to know that she still has it too absolutely and there's nothing wrong with that i don't see anything wrong with there's that. nothing wrong with that so she basically said i've always spoken my mind i've never been afraid to say how i was feeling that's look i said what i said is basically what and she i'm through said. with that yeah and I thought, well, how childish of that. There are so many people talking about she's just insecure. Well, we're all insecure. About something? About something. Yeah, we're all insecure. Matter of fact, if you are so mad at her for saying what she said, what insecurity are you dealing with? Several. Because she doesn't even have anything to do with you, really. No. So you're mad I'm that you don't have what Steph. What is the big deal about that? Because you don't have Steph. And if you had Steph, you'd be happy and okay. But she has Steph. Mm. And she's not saying she's not happy. Right. And she's not saying she's not okay. Right. She's just saying it'd be cool if somebody just winked at me from across the room. <laughs> I don't have to act on it. Right. I don't. I just, just nod your head know and that smile. You like it. Right. Yeah. I'm still cute to somebody right. other than Steph. Steph. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's normal. I, girl. Like, that's not normal? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't particularly care if somebody else is looking at me. But, but it's, it's nice. nice when they do. Right. And they they feel the same way. Absolutely. So why is it not okay for her to feel it and to say it? That's what the problem is. That she was the, said it. You know what? People do have a problem with women who speak their minds. Yeah. It's probably deeper than just the fact that I, somebody looked at me or didn't look at me. It's it's the fact that she was okay with saying it. Yeah. And I, a guy said, do you think Steph was okay with it? I said, I don't particularly care if Steph was okay with it. And apparently she don't either. No. Steph knows that yeah. she's his wife. And they probably had this conversation before, which is why she said it. Absolutely. Girl, <laughs> just the craziest can be. I we, just, we just get mad about stuff. Yeah, right. And we rolling our eyes, but can't nobody see it because we have these shades on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh, Coming up next is last week's takeaways 214-717-4678 Or comment on Facebook Live You're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network Interesting. I don't think you guys really realize how unique y'all are. Because I'm thinking, like, as I'm listening to y'all, I'm thinking about my mom being in the room with my dad's wife. Oh. That would never happen. 
up with the latest with the X's Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network. So simply go to your app store, search Fishbowl Radio Network, and download the new app for free. Then bam, continue listening to the hottest content from sports, music, entertainment, talk radio, and gospel. The Fishbowl Radio Network app, available free. Download it now. With the exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more. And we are the relationship realists, and this is the safe place to start the hard conversations, even right. when we are having technical difficulties. Yes, we are. We apologize to Facebook. Thank you for saying that we should say something. I don't know if you guys were on at the beginning or if you're just joining us now, but thank you so much for watching us. If I could see your names, I would actually shout you out. Looking, you see anybody? Out I there? do. Kim Buenuelos. And Charles Natalie Green. Okay, I switched my screen. I see Eddie Dwayne Johnson, Gary L. Young, Larry Tananta, and Mark Lecter. Wow. Welcome and thank you guys. Thank you so much. So, before we recap, well, no, let's go ahead and do the recap, then we'll do the backstory. Okay. So, last week with Dr. Guy, she was here for. I know exactly what she was here for. Why? Why is it like not with me right now? Distractions and addictions. Mm -hmm. Probably because I'm distracted by the technical <laughs> difficulties. You're right. Yeah. Right. So yes, distractions and addictions. So I guess the first thing is I was told I expected by somebody a listener. Mm. I expected to hear more about porn. I told y'all oh, in the beginning wow. of the show I don't know a whole lot about porn, but I think that we may need to actually have an expert 
in on that so I started to just put some feelers out there to see who is um able to talk about that yeah like who's an expert in that and so I, I know started it runs asking. rapid like even with um Kirk Franklin didn't he discuss yeah, that he at one point he came out with um his testimony right um but I went we went to a seminar that was at the, uh, our church maybe last year mm-hmm. they did something for the youth ministry wow. and we actually sat in on the discussion it's like they sent the teens to have lunch okay. and then the parents got to watch this presentation oh. and they were saying that in today's age most kids are introduced to porn by eight years old whoa so exactly red flag so it's like um noah being nine i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh so i had to like be sitting with him when he was on the electronic stuff because even when they're not looking for it stuff pops up i remember i was searching uh some years back i just put in like black hair because i was looking for (laughs) styles girl everything but black hair came up oh my god i don't even know how that correlation even went together on right but porn came up wow they fixed that since then i hope i was just looking for black hairstyles girl so that's what i had to put in i'm so glad to know that i need to say (laughs) hairstyles hairstyles now another thing the lady talked about aside from the whole eight-year-olds um is that and this was my my takeaway from that she talked about how when people are addicted to porn it raises their levels so for a normal person who does not have a pornography addiction let's say that your uh hormonal levels may be somewhere around i don't know 30 percent well if you're addicted to porn those same levels are now registering normal at 50 percent And so the more um, you become, the more you succumb to it, I guess, the more off kilter your levels go. And so it's like it takes more and more and more to satisfy you. So somebody who has just a normal uh, hormonal level, you can do what you need to do. But someone who struggles with porn, there's this unending satisfaction that they're always trying to get to. Wow. And so I'm, I reached out to the person who had that lady come and do the presentation at the church, right. hoping that she can come and sit with us right. to share that with the audience. Professional. Yeah, she's a bona fide, yes. qualified professional. Yes, and wow. she did really well. It was so much information, and it was for the parents, but it was about the children because this wow. is something that they struggle with. And if you don't get in there early, then of course you know it could follow them into their adulthood wow. and so when i'm praying for the kids yeah that's some that's one of those things that i call by name right like no we, we don't, we don't want, want no that. parts of that no we need you to enjoy a normal healthy right sex life right. with your mate right that doesn't ever need to be an issue no so that's i don't know much. how everybody feels about it but there are some people who that's a real addiction and then there are people who probably indulge in porn and it's not an addiction right so i mean to each his own because that could be like people that um drink casually right so yeah you might just put a movie on and then you go to bed it's not like something that's calling for your attention someone else who was high profile who talked about a porn addiction was um terry cruz Mm. He talked about how a porn addiction 
almost ruined his marriage. Oh, I didn't know about him. Because his wife had had enough. Yeah, as of like maybe a couple of years ago, they've been together wow. for about twenty five years. Yes, and she said it had gotten to the point where she would go to sleep and wake up. And he would still be on the computer. And that's when he knew he had a problem. Oh, And he talked to her about it. And then they got him help. And he talks about how people were coming to him saying, I can't even believe that you would bring that out. Like, that's something that you should have kept to yourself. Same thing they did with Kirk. Same thing they did with Kirk. Why are you talking, especially the church? Right. Okay, I'm not going to get started on that. Oh, wow. Moving right along to my takeaway. Girl, (laughs) yes. Let's just switch gears. Yes. Oh, when she talked about process addictions, I had never heard that. Me either. So when Dr. Guy talked about process addictions or things like workaholics, right. multitasking, things that we think are just innocent, and it's like, right. no, this is a real addiction. That and what you shared about people dressing up. Oh. People who have already decided in their minds right. that they're going to commit suicide and making their peace with it right. and going out and doing their everyday facade ready to go at any moment i just never would have thought about that oh yeah absolutely yeah well my takeaways well i had a couple but i keep saying this don't make excuses make changes yes that is so good do you know how many do you know you could take that with you everywhere your job relationships i mean just Wherever you are, don't make excuses. Yeah. Make changes. You see something you don't like, don't make an excuse for it. Just change it. Change it. I was talking to my son. Uh, right now, we're doing a lot of star testing mm-hmm. um, in Texas. So I was talking to my son uh, about some things and how I was feeling about a few things. And, and I was like, but, you know, you can't change those things. And so he said, well, you can't change them yet. Okay. And I was like, wow, that makes sense. Yeah. So don't make excuses for them. Don't um, give into it. Work on. Work on changing it. If it's not something you think is good, work on changing it. Um, Also, um, when she was talking, when you were talking about uh, conversations, if you have addictions, have conversations with people. Yes. And she said, yes, but with the right people. That was new. That was good. You just assume having a conversation is innocent, helpful. Yeah, just an innocent kind of thing. That but you if do. you think about that, if you have a conversation, what if you are depressed and then someone says, and I've heard this um, with teenagers, then just go ahead and die. Go ahead and kill yourself. <gasps> and then they yeah, actually commit suicide, you know, because of Facebook bullying. I've heard about that. Media bullying. Mm-hmm. So social bullying, I mean, that. That stuff is real. So you had a conversation, but it wasn't it with, was the right with the right person. person. Yeah, that's, that's detrimental. Right there. Right. Yeah, life ending. Yeah. So we want to have conversations with the right with people. With the right people. You helped me with with that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> have conversations. Have conversations. With the right person. With the right person. So now we can't just get the two people to the table. We might need to get a mediator. Probably Y'all might so. not need to have a conversation. With yourselves, especially if you've been talking, if you've been conversing, what would be different? And no progress, so it might be time to call in somebody. Absolutely. Yes, we're gonna get some help. Yeah, we've got a lineup. 
people yeah we've got people positive people positive people yes right qualified people qualified people we might be better qualified but we're not licensed (laughs) right we're gonna get y'all some licensed qualified right Right. so the backstory for seasons uh and i'm calling it seasons of that wife life yes because the last couple years i've been hearing that phrase that wife life and i've seen Mm -hmm. it on t-shirts and different things oh I did put the don't make excuses, make changes on the website. Yes, so your right, advice. right. And I've talked to some other people about some other ways to use that. So we're going right. to capitalize on we that. Need yes, to. we are. <laughs> but when I would see that seasons of that wife, like um, that wife life, it was always to me in a superficial sense. Mm. Like you got the T-shirt mm. with the jeans and the bag and the shoes. And it's like mm. a poster. And that's what we're selling. That's why mm. people are looking for their MRS out of season. Gotcha. And getting married to the wrong people. Because you gotcha. are chasing that wife life without a full understanding what of the means. scope of what that means. Right. So when I was talking to uh, one of my girlfriends about what I was trying to do, she mentioned Shaniqua. Mm. And so I went to her website and right. checked it out. And it really is uh, thatwifelife.com. I don't know if .com or .org. Yes. But it's That Wife Life. I've seen that. And I was like, okay, this is different because it's one of those things. Uh, I should have gone to her site so I could have, like, her, her vision mm-hmm. and stuff. But... It's a resource. Right. When you read through and when you see the pictures of the women gathering hands and they're in the prayer circle. Right. It's a community that she has built for wives. It's a safe place. Right. It's not the I'm every woman because we need to stop saying we're every woman. You might be. One of those women Girl, today, a, and woman. a different woman tomorrow. Right. But you are not every woman. No man. Insane. No man. Say that you're not every. And woman you're not every woman okay. all at the same time. Right. That's just you're not. Mm-mm. If you think you are, you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I'm like, yeah. So for me, that's where the backstory came from because as a woman, you go from being single. Right. To dating to engage to right. married and you've got right. this honeymoon time where it's just you and your boo right and now you're a mom right or an auntie right. and so all these things are happening and your hormones are changing with all those things Very and your true. expectations are changing from one thing to the next and people's expectation of you yes and mm-hmm. so you're trying to accommodate your husband you're trying to accommodate right. your kids right. your mom your right. mom-in-law right. Um, your neighbors you know the weeds might be too tall right. and now you need to cut somebody to do something about our side of the house there are all these things that happen and i just wanted to take some time and dissect right what each of those looks like because if you try to do all those things you you lose yourself and that's where a lot of women are. Oh, yeah. Been there. Um, they, and I don't even know if they lose themselves or if they just peck themselves away. Just disappear. Because, well, what I mean is um, the kids become more important. Oh, yeah. Your husband becomes more important. And you just disappear. Your career becomes more important. I don't, I don't even think we disappear. I think we purposefully peck ourselves away. Oh, I'm just going to pack you up 
put yourself on the back burner. Yes, because I ha I'm dealing with so much and they are more important. So we say. And I can agree to that. Yeah. Right. And we do that on purpose. And guess what? No one asked you to. Yes. That's what I had to learn. And I wrote about that. Oh, and I was asked to collaborate on a book project. And I talk about what you just said in right. that book. I made all these sacrifices for all these people and nobody asked me to. Right. And a lot of moms, women, wives, wherever you find yourself, we do that. Right. Like you put him first. Right. And you may have married somebody who expects you to. Or but someone who doesn't. most of them don't. No. Unless you're married to somebody that's trapped in 1955. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a little different. Right. Um, but a lot of times we do stuff that we have expected of ourselves. Right. This is the idea of motherhood in my head. This is right. what a wife does in my right. head. And so now I'm trying to play that out in my right. reality. And it's not even possible. Yeah. I want to mimic something I've heard about. Or saw And never television. seen yeah. in reality. Right. And because we, we never have like a real um, perception or a real view of what something is supposed to look like, it leaves us questions as to what it should. And then we make up stuff. And then we start making stuff yeah. up. And then we start. Because when we have those gray areas, the thing about us is we don't like gray areas. We, we want it to be very clear. And when it's not, that bothers us. So instead of just saying, okay, I don't have an answer for that right now, we say, let's make up an answer. Oh, yeah. Because I have to have a reason. Right. It has to this make has sense. It has to work this way because. Or I have to do it that way. Because. Right. And again, nobody really asked you to. No. Like. Which is why you get in trouble even with your faith. Yeah. Because you want to make things real. Um, Jonah being swallowed up by a fish that God prepared. Well, the scientists want to know, okay, what fish was big enough to swallow Jonah? If it's not real as far as we can see, mm -hmm. if we can't make sense of it, we start trying to figure things out. Everything isn't to be figured out. Right. And some stuff we just won't know or understand. It's just not it right now. Happen that way. Right. Yeah. Girl. That came fast. Yes. <laughs> and we are just right on time. Like Right, right. But uh, you we are going to come back with uh, that wife life. You are listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. If you really need a hug, Afrocentric living is a big shrug. A life filled with that's what I love. A lower plateau is what we're above. If you diss us, we won't even think of. We'll nip the dog and give a big shove. This rhythm really fits like a snug glove. Hey, Mr. I want you passing. 
Back to with the exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore, and we are the Relationship Realist. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. Yes. We went out talking about just the start of seasons that we as women go through in relationships. And so while you were talking, Lakinya, I just remember when we were first married. I had this idea. I kind of knew what I wanted that to look like. I always knew. When I started having kids, I wanted to stay home. Mm. It's like I just felt like if somebody was going to mess my kids up. You wanted to be you? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I didn't want to send them to the school with right. a teacher who I don't really know what's going right. on at her house or in her background. Right. She might be shacking. Right. I don't need them spirits around my kids. I was going there, taking it real deep. Like, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You were for real, for real? I was for real, for real because they were Whoa. really, really young. Okay. And I knew I was messed up. But I knew uh, what my messed up was. I like that. I knew he was messed up. Right. I had an idea yeah. of what his messed up was. Right. So I can manage our crazy. Mess. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. What I don't know is what's going on with the person that has eight hours a day Ooh. with my kids and then after care. Ooh. So I knew before I ever had a boyfriend, had a husband, when the time comes for me to have kids, I'm staying home. Really? So I, I knew Were that. you going to homeschool? No. I was going to just, well, yeah, I guess to some or, degree. Or were you just yes. going to live at the school? I was homeschooling unofficially. Like, oh. I was teaching them about life 
and God okay. and who they were gotcha. structuring them and laying a foundation. Gotcha. Um, the education part, like the reading and the handwriting, that stuff that we did kind of right. playing around throughout the day. Right. But I was more serious about that spiritual stuff because gotcha. I didn't feel like the teacher had a responsibility Christian school or not. Right. That's my responsibility. Right. And so I just wanted to protect them. But the point I was going to make is I remember when Derek would come home, I would be frustrated because Ooh. I wanted to have dinner ready. I wanted to have the table set. I wanted to have the meal. Like this, these are the kinds of meals I eat. We're so different. I'll do. <laughs> you looking at me? <laughs> you looking at me like where she come from? <laughs> like I wanted the meat, the rice. I wanted the five basic food groups. So we had to have the meat. The starch, the veggies, the bread. That's how when I cook, I try to cover all of that. So maybe that's but that Louisiana in you. That yeah, that I get that from my grandmother. Yeah. And so he would come home and everything would be done but the bread. Or everything would be done but the rice. And and I'd be having a fit because this expectation that I've placed on myself to have everything done when he came home. Oh wow. And so I remember doing that and just fussing and it was like nothing was ever right. And so one time, I just remember telling him, I just wanted everything to be right when you get home. <laughs> and so Derek, he just said, like in the middle of the kitchen, he was like, and who said you had to do all that? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, on that part. And think about it. He had already been married to me. And he, had all, he knew how to come home and maybe the dinner was on there and maybe it wasn't. I had already I never prepared thought about him that. for that. Girl, I never thought about that. So you stretched yourself out I just nothing. knew what I had going on in my head. Girl. Honest. But then the other thing is Derek loves to cook. He does. So then we just started swapping places. He, right. he cooks most of the time. Yeah. But it don't be all that stuff that I'm trying no, to do. No, no. <laughs> it's probably still burritos and stuff, right? Yeah, he'll do burritos every mm -hmm. now and again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or, or it'll be a meat and a rice. Mm -hmm. Or or a fish and a veggie. Mm. And I'll be like, can I get some more stuff? No. But then I stop saying that because it's like, okay, I'm At the least only we person have, who's thinking yeah. about all the other stuff. Yeah, because everybody else, they fool. They are. Yeah, they happy. Very. So I remember I said... Can I get some greens? I know we got vegetables in the freezer. Can can mm -hmm. I at least get some green beans not one today. night? <laughs> one not night. To, can not I get today. some green beans? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, just not today. So that was my reality in yeah. the whole, okay, I've got this idea in my head. Right. That does not match the idea that's in his head or my right. kids' heads. Right. And I've placed myself in this scenario for nothing. Nothing. For no reason not. whatsoever. Yeah. Because no one's thinking about that. But Nobody you. was planning all that but me. No. So, that was my my fault. Yeah. For setting myself up for that. And sometimes we set ourselves up to fail. Oh, yeah. That's what that you was. You know, yeah. Um, because we're, we're thinking it should be A through D. All they really want is A. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could be even a situation where um, sometimes kids they'll they'll rather have McDonald's if y'all could just all sit together and maybe play a game. And yeah, if they can get that time in, and that's what the priority is. Yeah, we do dinner together, 
And so that leads me to the whole concept of, you know, there are different seasons where we embrace stuff. And then there are seasons, I'm going to just speak for me, where there's just this disdain. Yeah. And so I don't think we talk about those things that we just hate with a passion. We talk about them, but not in the open. Okay. We'll call a girlfriend on the phone and we'll talk about it. Or um, call our siblings and talk about it. But to be in the open, especially on this type of platform, just being real, most people, they don't do that. No. It's uncomfortable. And another thing is people will compare. Like my stay-home experience with my kids is not the same as somebody else's stay-home experience with their kids. There were times when I just loved it because I was home cleaning Mm. and watching the kids and they were napping and like just the way that I would have really planned that. But then there were other times where nothing got done because they just won't go to sleep. Like won't nobody do nothing that they're supposed to be doing right now. And I'm about to pull my hair out. Yeah, and I really want to just step outside by myself. Or in the street. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just step in the street. Just go. I mean, a lot of women, um, we just we don't want to talk about, you know, women, we compare ourselves with each other. Mm-hmm. And not just with each other, but we'll even compare ourselves with um, somebody else's dream or fantasy. True. And so that makes it really bad for us or really hard for us because we want to be way up here. But guys, no one's way up here. Nobody. Especially most of the time. Not. So then when I kind of broke this down, I had seasons of love, those things that we just completely get. You know, Uh we love cooking sometimes and we love folding laundry and oh look how cute this is types of things but then seasons of loneliness Mm. and seasons of loss Mm. so we're going to touch on each one of those because like i said we are mothers and i know i've been through those that's how i come all of them like i've actually been through this. you have to yeah to i wish we had more women willing to walk in what's real it's hard to do that when you live in a world where flawless is the new thing. Or when they lie and say, I woke up like this. No, you that, didn't. Yeah, right. No. Um, your dream team put that together before the video. Mm-hmm. Stop it. But then other people, they don't want to. Some women, they don't want to see through it. They want to believe that it's real. They want to believe that that expectation is true. And they want to believe that we believe. Right. That is true. Right. We know better. I don't know about other, po- other oh people. Oh, my gosh. But I we mean, know better. And I say all the time, I'll tell people, sometimes I'll just fast from Facebook every now and then. You have to. Right. Shut Be- it off. Yes. Because, especially on special days, I'll shut it down for a while. Because I know that the reality of what's going on it does not match what people are posting and you get tired of seeing the foolishness oh my god like everything about your life is just grand your your husband is perfect your wife is perfect your kids are perfect your house is perfect 
stop it. <laughs> I just want you to stop it. Because so. it, it wears me out. It makes me tired. Oh, just watching it? Yes. <laughs> I be exhausted. I'm like, oh my gosh. She needs to catch her breath. Because how much effort does it take to keep up a with that appearance? A lot. Of perfection. A lot. And then I start to worry about them. Because that means something deeper is going on. I used to. I don't worry no more. Oh my god. And that's gosh. bad. I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying that I'm in auto protect. Yeah, I get that. I'm looking out for me. So I if get you that. wanna do that, it's you good. Just have at you. It. Yeah. yeah. When you crack, yeah. Then I might be there. Yeah. I, I'm that person that's trying to keep Humpty from falling. Oh, uh, and see, because I have fallen, right? I'm concerned about keeping me up on the wall, right? Or just don't get up there in the first place, right? <laughs> right. You go I right on ahead if you want That's to be on I the wall. So in this season that I'm in, it's just me, and I don't feel bad about it. Wow. I used to, but I don't. Wow. I, well, I know do. a lot of women probably want to move to that. My one of my BFFs just sent a text saying your two best friends are not on facebook i think i needed to say that yeah wow. they, they are not on social media neither are their husbands one of wow. them will pop in every now and again gotcha but he's not on facebook like that yeah gotcha. to, but Derek put me on facebook i wasn't on facebook for years Derek created my profile set up my account and then i just began oh, to get okay. into it and now he's not even on Facebook. I know um, marriages that have fallen apart because of Facebook. Girl, I'm not gonna put that on Facebook. Your marriage had to already be well, raggedy. It, it might have had Maybe some Facebook problems. Maybe Facebook exposed some stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and um, it could have created some things. Opportunities mm -hmm. that didn't necessarily need to be. Absolutely. Now that's that season of loneliness that we're going to get to. Yes. So when we talk about the seasons, I thought personally there's a difference between the seasons and the roles. Because, you know, as wives, okay. we are mothers, lovers, nurses, doctors, cooks, teachers, dentists, like. You, you can keep it. going and janitors, you won't get to, right. The chauffeurs, the admin, the personal shopper. Right. Like all of those roles. And some of them you do embrace. Right. Depending on how you feel that day. Right. And some of them you just wish the world would just stop. Right. Can the earth just be still? Or just want to run away. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you just want to run away. I've had those moments. Right, right. I'm going to just move to a third world country. Oh, That's what my I'm going to do. goodness. Until I think about having no water and no electricity. And then you come on back, don't you? Uh-huh. Real fast. I get it. Yeah, that's not going to work. That's, that's not, no. So, for the seasons of love, would you say that's, no, I can't even say that. I was going to ask, can you say that's when the kids are little? Because, no, you love all of the experiences you right. just don't love them all at different times right mm -hmm. and um okay like with my daughter the crazy thing about us is we got closer when i started going through my divorce recently right okay we've always had a relationship uh-huh but it's just like God just, I almost want to say anointed it. 
when I started going through. Okay. Because she made a comment one time and said, oh, I didn't know you do stuff like that. So I became human. It became a real And that her. way she yeah. could relate to me. She couldn't relate to me before because I was like Mary, Jesus' mama. That is understandable. Yeah. So, hey. That's a good point. We'll have to talk about that. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh, coming up after the break, we're going to talk about some more of the seasons of That Wife Life, 214-717-4678, or comment on Facebook Live. You're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. Rose and the Kenya. Catch our show with the exes. With the exes? Yes. Catch with the exes every Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. On our show, be prepared to discover a safe place to start the hard conversations. Like, does love really exist? Or can you have only one soulmate? What about boundaries? Girl, maybe what I learned from my ex? Ooh. But what about how to build yourself back up once you've been broken? Now that's good. Let's talk about it. Well, let's go. Back in my day, we advertised like men. Get up on the rooftop and use what we call lung power. Come and get it! Nowadays, they got what's called the internet. It goes worldwide. And on this internet is what's called fishbowlradio.com, a network of over 100 personality-driven radio shows. Now that's a lot of lung power. Sounds like a good way to get the word out about your business. Call them, 817-633-4880, and jump in! Hi, my name is Jamie with the Washington Agency of AIL. Are you a competitor with the determination of greatness? Well, the Washington Agency is looking for candidates like you to join our team. Please call 682-888-2879 and schedule you for an interview. Let's see if you have what it takes to be great. Everyone, this is Stony Rose from With the Exes. I would like to take this time to say thanks to all of our sponsors and listeners of the show. In appreciation of your loyalty, we will work harder to provide more quality topics and guests for your listening pleasures because, as you know, that's somebody's reality. It is Blue Jape, and whenever I want to hear the latest topics, and whenever I want to hear some dope-ass music, I keep it locked right here on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Listen to With the X's, Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheexes.com. Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And this is the safe place to start the hard conversation. Right. And tonight's conversation is not just for wives or moms. As right. I mentioned, the men go through these different seasons with us. I think it may be even harder for men to talk about. Because they're on the outside. Right. Yeah. They don't really know it's almost like on. they expect us to be emotional, but not the men. 
Yeah. That's that's a hard place to be in. You said something before the break about the humanistic part right. of being a mom that the kids don't always get to see, especially right. the older kids. And, you know, it was, see, with them growing up, we had a very, very strict upbringing. So no pants, you know, no makeup. I mean, so on the outside, it's almost like, you know, Jesus personally, like mm-hmm. in the human form. Right. You know, not just, you know, relationship and getting to know him, but almost like you're putting yourself like up here. So my daughter, she didn't see the human part of me while she was growing up. Okay. So she always thought that I was this very, very, very safe person who never made a mistake, who was so holy roly. Like she would see me praying. You see me reading my Bible. You see all these spiritual things. So you don't think I make mistakes. Right. You don't see a person. Right. So. When she made mistakes, she would always um, hide them. And yesterday at church, she said, um, I don't know what I would do without my mom. She said, I always used to think I was such a big disappointment. She could not get through her speech. She said, I thought I was such a big disappointment. Because she she felt like she didn't live up? Yes. Wow. Right. And not that I ever said that. Right. Never said that. She owned on her own. On her own. And because of the way she viewed me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is the way I view my mom. And she didn't feel like she could live up to it. Right. So since I'll never be able to live up to that, then I'll never be able to have a relationship with her. She's too far away for me to touch. Wow. Right. Serious. Right. That's like real deep. And I wish I had known that while she was growing up. Yeah, because there were things that as a mom, I get that. I lost a lot of time. Yes. Um, I remember Iman shared, but this is after Ian came. Mm -hmm. She felt like she had been replaced. Those weren't her words. But I remember... My mother-in-law, Derek's mom, told us that because his mom was six. And so she told Grannis that she felt like she wasn't our daughter because we now had Ian. Wow. And it's like, what? Like, what the world? Wow. So it's like, okay, I messed that whole transition up because I did what my mom did. You're a big girl now, so I don't need to carry you around. I don't need to do this and I don't need to do that. You're big enough to do this. And and she still needed for me to hold her hand during those seasons. So I've shared, you know, with them now that they're older. Don't do it the way that I did it when you guys were having your kids because you saw what that looked like. Right. And how that felt. mm -hmm. So you make sure that you balance that relationship if you have more than one child. I like that. Because I didn't do a good job in that. I just automatically diverted to you're a big girl now. Mm -hmm. Well, no, you might have been a bigger girl, but you weren't weren't so big exactly that I needed to just be saying you know, go stir a pot of beans. Not that that's it's, what I was doing, but it's right. like, no, you can go get your own shoes. Right. She and wanted all of her a mommy sudden, to walk yeah. with her to go get her own shoes. Right. 
You know what? I love the way you said, don't do it this way. Oh, no. Don't. That means you've accepted the fact that this might not have been the best way to Girl, do it. my kids have a list of don't do it's. You know what? Mine do, too. Yes. Don't do this. Don't do that. And please don't do this yeah, and that. Because the only reason I did it is because either that's what I was taught to do. Right. Or I was not taught anything and I had right. to make it up. Right. So you just don't do either one of those because I right. tried and I failed both both ways. And learn from my failure. Yeah. I wanted to read um, a couple of things that some of the listeners were saying. Um, Karen more handy. Y'all, she's so faithful. I love Karen. Yes. <laughs> I Shout love out her. to Karen. It says it helps when parents feel that way because it helps the environment in the classroom. You can tell the parents who instill those values in their children. And she's coming from experience because she's a teacher, too. Uh-huh. So, I mean, as teachers, we just see so much. And so at some point, you're like, oh, my gosh, is that how some people do that? Because wow. it's eye opening about you think our crazy is crazy just think about 21 of those in one classroom in one classroom and then you have to navigate all of it yeah um she also said we cannot just look at the glamour of what we see on facebook and do not know the real story i do not need to show my whole life story for people to see but as long as i'm happy it doesn't matter if someone else knows that now that's good yeah that's really good you are the only confident person who really needs to know right that. Yeah. and i've i know somebody that said um recently I don't want my personal life on Facebook. No, not all of it. Um, now, I would kind of, <laughs> I would be leery of people who didn't want any of it if they're on there. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I know people who go on Facebook to see what other people are doing. To compare? Well, or I just to be nosy? Just to be nosy. Okay. And then to, I would say, um, have conversation starters. Oh. Like screenshot something and say, ooh, did you see this? Oh, that's just messy. Yes. Um, but I know a lot of people who do that. But see, that's what we talked about earlier. Some people just don't have lives. True. Or they're running from theirs. Oh, because you're so worried about somebody else's. You, you have a life, but you don't like it. So because I don't like my reality, I just want to peek into, live into Yeah. Okay. Little Bo Peep. Don't do that. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Mine is... is Stop well, it. Well, I post about the show. I post pictures of the kids right i post surface level i guess that's what i'm trying to say right are you not gonna get a real deep post because that's just personal like you just right said. you don't right. want to put some stuff out there but i think it's okay every now and then to put a picture of your husband to put a picture yeah. of your of your kids if they're of age and you and your husband have talked about the fact that it's okay for people to see their faces, you know? Yeah, because I went through that. I didn't want to put anything out there just because and of the world that we live in. It's scary. Yeah. So I get that. But I, I'm just real cautious about people who are on Facebook and never 
do anything personally on there. Just out. So that's we, we're going to talk about seasonal loneliness. That's yeah, where that falls. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're creating a false reality. Absolutely. And God forbid the kids running around the house raggedy right now. And you, <laughs> and you that on part. Facebook. None of your, I know people like raggedy that too. Raggedy and hungry. <laughs> Without no rice. So, <laughs> I don't need my rice. My I'll grandmother cooks rice every day. Oh, okay. every And Derek told me early on, we don't have to have rice every day. Yes, we do have to have rice every right, day. I grew up right. with rice every day. Well, I did too, and we weren't from Louisiana. Well, oh, we'll see. Yeah, well, wait, I got to take that back. My grandmother had some Louisiana. There you go. Oh, wow. That's why we ate all that rice. Rice every day. I vowed not to eat rice anymore. <laughs> and now I know why. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm back. Um, I think people, um, they feel like a, a, a large sense of, um, well, they, they, they need to belong to something. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then if I, if I don't belong to anything, I don't know where I fit. So now I have to fit in, I have to push myself into somebody else's world because I don't fit anywhere. That's serious. You're just going to force yourself. And a lot of people do that with their relationships. Yes, they do. So then that goes to that verse in Titus. Uh, Titus 2, I wrote it. There's much said about teaching women, but um, who's teaching men? I thought I wrote the scripture. Oh, yeah. Teach the older men to be temperament worthy of respect, self-control, mm. and sound in faith, love, and endurance. Likewise, teach the women to be reverent in the way they live, right. not to be slanderous, addicted to much wine, mm -hmm. but to teach what is good, so mm -hmm. on and so forth. And so we always hear about older women teach the younger women. Who's teaching the men? It should be older men. But it's women. Right. Yeah. Right. Because some men are absent. True. Some men are absent. So you can't teach when you aren't there. How about if my idea is the Huxtables and his idea is... What's, what's the last name? The Evans. JJ okay. and them. Yes. We've got two different realities in our own heads. And I'm going to be honest. Most people get married just like that. Mm. Don't talk I about mean, it. with those two extremes, people bring lives together just like that. No vision. We talked about that with Sandy. No vision. And had you had this discussion before the wedding date, you would know that he's coming from the Evans. Yeah. And you're only used to Huxtables. So then when we talk about, so this is new information to me because as we lay this out with those different seasons, those are conversation starters. What does this season look like? Right. Right now we don't have kids, so we're building. Right. Maybe we decided that we want a house. Maybe we want to pay off our debt, whatever that season right. looks like. What then will it look like when the first child comes? What will it look like when the second? But now I think we're asking too much because most people don't plan for their kids. No, they don't. Okay. But they should. Oh, well, yeah. So, and there you go again, Evans and Huxtables. Because we didn't Because the Huxtables are planning. Yeah. They went to college. Yeah, they were planning. The Evans, they lived in the ghetto forever. And right when they and were about never to leave, the daddy died. Yes. Oh, 
door, door. But did they ever come out of the ghetto? No, but well, they did that when Keith. He said they did. Thelma married Keith. Okay. He moved them. But the question then becomes. So someone else had to come in. Oh, yeah. Keith. To change. Relocated them. And then I think Walona ended up moving either close to them or in the same neighborhood or something. So they all got out. Wow. But it'd be nice if we had been able to see what that looked like. A five-year plan, ten-year plan. Yeah, because think about if one of them still had that ghetto mentality, even though Keith moved them to the suburbs. Because it's easy to take someone out of something. Oh, yeah. It's hard to take that something out of them. That's why I still want rice. <laughs> <laughs> You still live in the Louisiana in Arlington. Yes, I've switched it up a little bit. The rice is now brown, but it's still rice. But it's still rice, it's girl. Still rice. <laughs> I mean, I, I can really like that's really deep if you think about that. So think about all of those members of that family mm-hmm. marrying. Somebody in in the Huxtable family. I just thought about that when you said it. Like, if James, not James, if JJ had married Sandra. Right. Or Thelma had ended up with Theo. Right. Yeah, that would have been foolish. That's a hot mess. James and Cliff would not have gotten along. What if we didn't know JJ lived there for the longest? That's so true. what if JJ came out because of Keith and now he's living where everyone else is living, where Sonya's living. So we think that we're both of same mind, mm-hmm. same heart. But you don't know that JJ just got here. Two worlds apart. Two completely different worlds apart. Absolutely. So that would be that season of loneliness because think about it most people have been married on the better side of three four or five years before you even start to figure out what the heck you ended up with true true so then there's this this season where okay we got the kids okay we're here we're trying to do this thing but emotionally somebody's gone true because my mother locked herself in the bathroom several times. Because, you know, really? when you, you can't even go Not by, by yourself. yourself. <laughs> you can't even go by yourself. I, no. Even now, my kids are grown. And I have to say, please, just oh. can I just pee? Girl, throw something at them. Oh, my god! I have it with no one. Now, the, the girls, they are kind of like me. So, they're like, I'm in the bathroom, even to him. I mean, but Alexis is 20-something years old. And she still wants to bother you in the bathroom? Like, if I if I fix my bath water and get ready to have a, a, um, a nice me time. girl, she'll come pull the chair up. Oh, no. Uh-uh. They'll start off. The they will start a whole <laughs> conversation. So I have to put you out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I never did. So, and and... You were talking about seasons of loneliness. Do you know how lonely you can be with someone? Oh, yeah. You can be so lonely. Matter of fact, sometimes you're less 
less lonely alone by yourself yeah because it's a hard transition to feel like you know somebody right and now your life has been interrupted planned or unplanned right and now you're growing apart right it's like you're focusing on the kids and the family and the groceries and the toiletries and all of the other things that have to be done not to say that he's not but you're more hands-on right because you're just expected to be or um what if what that looks like for you looks different for him Mm -hmm. so maybe not that you're more hands-on than him maybe it just looks different maybe this is what my hands-on looks like and now there's this uh expectation or this unmet need that goes so now we have two people who may or may not be talking about what that feels like to the both of them right and they may not be talking at all depending on the number of kids and the ages of the kids and they don't want to talk and tell somebody we're not really talking right now right because now i'm afraid of what you're gonna think because your life is great according to facebook right according to facebook you living your best life right y'all like it's gold every night (laughs) you know y'all right y'all's retirement right you've been on two vacations this year and my life doesn't look like that at, at all. all. So I can't talk to you about nothing. Right. Because you don't know what this feels like. Right. When you probably do, I just don't know about it. Because you're not telling me that part. And my loneliness could be in one area and your loneliness is in another area, but it's still loneliness. Yeah. So because my loneliness doesn't look like yours, I feel like you're not lonely. Oh, now that's a good point. You're okay. You're fine. Because the way I see it. Right. You're good. Right. Because I would rather have that kind of loneliness than this kind. And we do have Yours people is who better. say that. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm dealing with is not what you're dealing with. No, not at I all. I trade with you. No, not really. Not really. You wouldn't. And you never wish yourself in someone else's shoes. I've learned that. Especially in a relationship. Because I don't know what manner of foolishness you have going on over there. Right. And I'm going to be honest, you've been wearing the cutest shoes lately. Why, thank you. And I love them. But in this season with my knee. No, we're not going to try that. No. So do you see how I could really love what you have? But for me right now, that's not good for me. recognize that's not good for you. So I want that. But what's better for me is these flat flip-flops. And that's And then when we get ready to pick, you know, take the picture, just put a shoe on. Make it temporary. And then hear the producer say, you better wobble over there if you want this picture. <laughs> I'm just saying. funny. I'm just saying. You know, so that that's why you have to be real careful what you ask for. You do. It could be detrimental. Yeah. Being lost and being lonely in the middle of your relationship. You know your mama. That's about all you know. That's right now. If you know that. Oh my goodness, y'all. This is getting good to us. You are listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network.
everyone. This is Stony Rose from With The Exes. I would like to take this time to say thanks to all of our sponsors and listeners of the show. In appreciation of your loyalty, we will work harder to provide more quality topics and yes, for your listening pleasures, because as you know, that's somebody's reality. With the exes, I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more. And we are the relationship realists, and this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. Yeah. I just got a message in from a listener. It says, What about when we always said you need to have something to fall back on? What if you stay mm-hmm. home, no job, kids grown, he decides Ooh. to leave? How will you care for yourself? No 401k, no nothing. What does that wow. look like? Yeah, that's coming up in this next season that we're going into loss. Uh, no, yeah, loss. Death for marriage and divorce. So good question, good question. Don't just depend on him. Have your own. Absolutely. And that's very important, especially in this day and age. Uh, and I'm not saying that things weren't happening a long time ago, way back when. It's just that things seem to be a little bit different now. Right. I heard two people... One of them is a lady and one of them is a guy. When their 
old, the youngest person, the youngest child graduated a couple years ago. Okay. She got divorce papers. Like literally, the boy graduated and she got served with divorce papers. So basically what he was saying is I'm not paying waiting. out one day, exactly, one day of child support. Now the good thing is she had her own career, her own life, but she didn't see that coming. The other one said, I know somebody who did that. Like I know a guy who actually did that. The graduation happened and the papers were served. So the whole confetti, like you're not throwing up confetti planning your exit while the other person is clueless wow so i have that down here seasons of loss death of a marriage now we're going to get into uh death of a marriage and right. then death in a marriage Ooh. with the rutledges will be here next week Ooh, good. but i wanted to lead into that because that's a valid point when you've gone through the seasons of love and everything is great and yeah right. parenting is hard but y'all have figured out how to make it work um, you know, some of the time, if not right. all of the time. And then you go through those seasons of loneliness where there is either no growth or you're growing apart. Like mm. one person it is happens. growing and the other person is just stuck. You've stopped for whatever reason. Right. And so now you're in a season where you know that you're on your last leg. You know you're on the last straw. And if God don't intervene, this is it. Yeah. And so I think that's what the listener's talking about. Right. Because as a wife, and it's necessary to have this conversation. Right. You have to have a backup plan. Right. I remember when uh, I first got married, I had a sorority sister. Because I was telling her, you know, I was still working up until maybe a month before I went into labor. Something okay. like that. I don't even remember. Okay. But she was adamant. You going to depend on a man? Now, the spiritual side of me was like, well, am I not supposed to depend on my husband? Right. But I knew her story. Right. Her dad had cheated on her mom, had fathered a child or two with the other woman, and adopted her other child so that child wouldn't feel left out. And to my knowledge, her parents are still together. So she would never stay home because wow. she has seen what that looks like. I didn't wow. have that backstory. I didn't have. Now you do know that I was the product of right uh, an outside relationship. Right. right. But that what she experienced was not my experience. Right. And so for me, it was well. I know that I want to stay home with my kids. Right. The thing for the people who knew me was this is new. I knew that I wanted to do that. I had never shared that right. with other people probably for that reason. Because Ooh. when we met, I made more than him. My background oh, was wow. IT. So okay. I made more than he made okay. until he got to Yahoo. Ooh, gotcha. That's when it right. switched. And so... I was okay with being at home right. because I felt like we wouldn't be missing out on a right. whole lot. It kind of balanced right. out. Right. And so 
as a new wife, you don't have those thoughts in your head. But the people who love you and are looking out for you, right? they are going to keep that in your face. There's always right. this possibility. And so I experienced that from the same person that sent that, <laughs> that comment wow. in. Yeah, because, okay, you went to school and you have a degree and a career and I was really living my best life. Wow. I was probably going to hell. <laughs> but I was living my best life and then Jesus it. came along and he saved me. And, and, and pulled you up yeah, here. He snatched me up, <laughs> got in my face. Like, what I are you doing? I love it. I and you love know it. you know better. I love that. Yeah. I so they were that. there for all of that. It's yeah. like you built all of this by yourself. Gotcha. You are living this grand life that we all just are like, man, she's doing Dream her of. thing. Yes. Yeah. And then you you just said that you're going to do what now? You're going to go home and have sure? some babies? That's what you're going to do? Is that what we really going to do? <laughs> and so I did get those questions. Wow. And so now when I look back. I say, she's laughing at me. I say, I tell people, know that that's what you want to do, but have a plan. Right. Because my plan was stay home till my kids go to school. Right. I didn't have my kids together. Like, I just knew my nerves weren't good enough for have, to have gotcha. a three-year-old, a two-year-old, a one-year-old girl. Gotcha. I would have probably committed suicide. I hear you. But all my kids are, on average, five years apart, like four to five years apart, on purpose. Oh, wow. Girl, I needed somebody to be in school and out the house before somebody oh, else I came. Oh, I like that. But that was the only reason. The downfall was I would have one, get them transitioned to go to school, go back to work. And have another over. one. So I had this back and forth in and out Ooh. of corporate where I wasn't sustaining what I had. And so I ended up in nonprofit, which gave me the flexibility that I need, but not the money gotcha. that I need. Gotcha. And so that is the challenge. It's like I enjoy what I do because if I need to get to the school, I can get to the right. school. If I need to be home, I can. So I have the reward hmm. of being hands-on and accessible. But yeah. But isn't that crazy how you can have all of this and still be lost in other areas? Oh yeah. That is crazy. Really, really crazy. Because all of this is good for you. Who knew though? And but I the career put it all part, on the back burner right. to do the whole mommy thing. Right. And I remember one of my girlfriends and I don't I don't think I cried, but I was a little hurt. Yeah. She was like I can't believe you let yourself go. They came to visit. And so I wasn't made up and I wasn't glam. Because I was in the house with the kids going to the park and going to the mall. And I didn't need to do all that stuff. And I had started to wrap my hair, the whole Erica Badu stuff. And so I remember one of my girlfriends was like, I can't believe you've let yourself go. And I was like, I let myself go? Like, I'm looking around. Because oh, I was wow. 127 when I had kids. So after the kids, I went back to like 117. So in my mind, let myself go. Like, how does that work? So I remember right. asking Derek, like, have I let myself go? And he was like, what are you talking about? You let yourself go means you gain like 50 pounds and you, you're not doing nothing about it. <laughs> Girl, this is crazy stuff. He was like, no, you just choose to do things differently because I had stopped being me i had started right. dressing like claire huxtable girl for whatever reason i don't know i guess the same reason i feel like i had to have five right. uh a food from the five food groups every i get night. it i get so it so i transformed into what i was expected to be because right. i was told you no you can't dress like that anymore your skirts are too short because i like my skirts and my thigh oh. and i still like my skirts and my so you thigh. like mini skirts i like mini skirts <laughs> <laughs> I make that up. I 
love it. But I stopped doing all that. I had the little camis with the matching sweater. Girl, I just was Felicia Rashad for no. some reason. I felt like that's what I was what supposed to be doing. What made you do that? Because that's what I was told. You're not supposed to look the way that you look as and a still mom. still be a mom. Right. So I had to transform myself to accommodate what a mother looked like. And then one time Derek was like, well, how they think you became a mama? It wow. wasn't looking like that. No. <laughs> now, see, I love that. You know, um, my first lady, um, she'll wear a short skirt or shorts. Oh, okay. And at first I was like, because what really drew me in, my first Sunday going to the church, she had on jeans. Okay. And I was like, did she mean to put them on? <laughs> but then afterwards, I just kept watching her and how she was. And then the pastor one Sunday preached a message about how he had been called to the ministry. But she said, you've been called, not me. Oh, I love that. And so then he was like, you know, but if I'm called, we're called. And so she and so she said, well, don't expect me to wear them big hats. Okay. That wasn't her. So she transformed pastoral wives to look the way she wanted to look. I love that. I don't want to look like that. I don't want to change who I am to do God's work. Yeah. So she didn't change. Right. That didn't even suit me. No. And she refused to do it. And because she didn't do it, she has drawn more people in. I like that. Especially women. Because she's being herself. Be yourself. She wouldn't change to look like something else. And I loved her before. But when I heard the story, I loved her even more. The realness of it. The realness. And since then, even conversations we've had, she's just real. Now, what if she had tried to transform to the first lady suits with the big hat? She would have been real. created hostility in their marriage. And, and that probably would have happened um, just because... I'm not being myself. I'm having to keep up with something else because this is something you wanted. Right. So now I'm angry at you. And I'm bitter and resentful. Right. But because he told her, I don't want that either. Well, good. So she didn't want it. He didn't want it for her. So what they do works for them. And that's what we want to get to. Absolutely. When what you do works for you. And your mate and the kids. And she has, she's told me on many, many occasions, um, take care of you. Mm. So although you've only known me for years, you still, you see that I don't take care of me. So that no, means that that's just way like. too clear. It's too apparent. Like you shouldn't be able to just see that. So quickly. Hmm. So that's something that I really need to look into if that is her advice. That's really good because when I was thinking about seasons of loss, I was really thinking about when you feel your relationship getting away from you. But what you just said, that season of losing yourself. Yes. Even with the letting go. Because there are some people that we could say, 
have let themselves go but letting go looks different to everybody absolutely um i remember telling somebody that i i lost five pounds and i needed to find them and they were like girl you know you need to let them five pounds go no oh my goodness i need all my, all my pounds. pounds i need the five i lost and some and of yours. probably another five <laughs> But that works for me. I'm willing to give you whatever you need. <laughs> so I know. always tell people, I don't care what size you are. Right. I don't really care how much you weigh. If you're healthy and right. you're happy. Right. So when I hear a woman complaining about her weight, are you healthy? Like, has the doctor told you that you need to change something? Because if the doctor hasn't said anything, right. I, I need you to let that go. I remember this guy telling me... Well, or asking me, why are you complaining about your weight? I haven't said anything about your weight. See, there you go. But why are you complaining about your weight? Hmm. And if it's something you don't like, I don't see anything wrong with it. But if it's something you don't like, only you can change it. Stop making excuses. Make changes. That part. Yeah. So, I mean, at some point, you've got to look within. You really do. Because that's where it all starts. So mommies. Yeah. And mommy wannabes. Wannabe mommies. Mommy wannabes need to sit down and talk to some mommies. mommies. Yeah. That would be wise. It would be really wise. Don't look at Mother's Day. When we're getting flowers and gifts and cards. Don't look at that day. Mm -mm. You need to look at what we've been through. To get to Mother's Day. Yeah, all what the 364 days that lead up to Mother's Day. Absolutely. Uh, my dad used to pre preach a message, and it was called Lost in the House. And he would talk about the lady who had the coins, who lost a coin, who did everything she could, cleared her house, looking for that one coin that was lost. Sometimes... We need to dig deep and look for what is lost. It's worth it. It is worth it. It's worth because especially if if I need a dollar to buy a soda and I only have 75 cents. Maybe that quarter alone isn't worth anything, but if you want to buy a soda and it's a dollar, you're going to need it. You need that quarter. So sometimes the things within us we don't see that they are necessary until we realize they're not there anymore. Right. Yes. And then they become very necessary. Uh huh. So alone it it might not be worth much, but when you put it with something else valuable, it's worth a lot. Reconnect the dots to yourself. Find yourself. That's a lot. Up next is more about that wife life after the break, 214-717-4678 or comment on Facebook Live. You're listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network.
Do you want this or you not want this? And I love, I use the matrix in the council session all the time. You want the red pill, the green pill. And people need to have an option. Like, don't let me get into this and then find out that you're about a Cracker Jacks. And I don't like the game that's inside of it. We, we talk about that too. Yeah. This and more with The X's Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I'll be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the face down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. We're pretty and Benjamin is the highlight. I tell my mama I love her, but this is what I like. Life is a balance. You lose your grip, you can slip into an abyss. No doubt, you see these niggas tripping. Ego in charge of every move, he's a star. And we can't look away due to the days that he taught our hearts. He's falling apart, but we deny it. Justifying a half-assed shit he dropped, we always buy it. I apologize, often womanized. Be took for my child to be born. See through a woman's eyes. Took for these natural twins to believe in miracles. Took me too long for this song. I don't deserve you. Rash you out in Paris. Who's on for that jet propulsion? Mariana's trans deeper than the black ocean. Mind acts of motion, massive notes and slashing throats and crashing posts and acid potion. Rap slack the souls of murder morose. Shattering cattle and catapults with animal quotes. Convincing folks that I'm God from above and miraculous like the leader of all the last pass of classic. You're probably holding your smartphone or tablet right now. So simply go to your app store, search Fishbowl Radio Network, and download the new app for free. Then bam, continue listening to the hottest content from sports, music, entertainment, talk radio, and gospel. The Fishbowl Radio Network app. Available free. Download it now. Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are laughing at conversation that came in over the break i think it actually had been on the phone right. i just was missing the con the comments and so there's like a string i, I won't read all of it but one of the comments Love just it. says you so poor you can't pay attention so that's probably something that heathcliff huxable would have said absolutely to, <laughs> today's ever yes yes so i wanted to make a comment that I do think that you, it's on the video that you sent me. Mm -hmm. Derek Jackson, I've started to follow him on YouTube. Me too. And I enjoy that because it's educational. Yeah. And, and a man's perspective is always refreshing. Absolutely. When, as a woman, you're trying to just get a different point. Navigate. Of and so I think Jada made the comment we were talking about where love doesn't hurt. Or where she was saying that sometimes love sometimes does love hurt. Sometimes love does hurt. But he made the comment, I understand what she's saying. Yes. But love doesn't destroy or right. love doesn't devastate. Right. And so now we're going to have to go back and rewatch that video right. and share it with you guys. Right. Next week. But what I wrote from that conversation was 
when Derek uh, Jackson, gotta say mm. that because they'll think it's the producer. Yes, yes. Loving somebody is giving them the opportunity to hurt you while trusting they won't. So then I added, yet sometimes they do. True. So that's the season of being lost and devastated. So if you're a season of loss and death due to the other person, whether it's the right. husband or the wife, that's where we say from one week to the next, we don't want anybody to be stuck in that space. And I'm going to be honest with you. My mom and my dad had a love that you rarely see. It was amazing. I would say old school, but there are some old school people who still don't have it. Yeah, no, this was a real love. They, they did argue. But um, seldom in front of the kids, but sometimes they did. If, if, if my daddy went there, my mother was the type of person, and she would say, um, my neck may go under, but my head not going. That's good. So in other words, you can only push me so far, and it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. I'm coming out fighting. So they would argue sometimes, but a lot of times it was just a whole lot of love. And in that, I just kind of learned what I wanted. Like, I would love to have that. Mm -hmm. It was just that good to me. And I'm sure we'll never know, like, the ins and outs of all of it. Right. But what I know for sure is when he died, my mother was angry. Wow. She was angry. And she was angry because his death caused her to be lost. They've been together so long. In so many ways, she was lost. And so she became angry. And she would go to the gravesite and she would be like, um, you know, she told me later that she would say, you know, why did you leave me here? You know, you took the easy way out. Well, he didn't die because he wanted to. Right. He was sick. He was sick. But at the time, she wasn't thinking it. Lost. Yeah, because in her mind, he could have fought harder to survive. I would Right. Imagine. And so she was devastated. Wow. And he didn't mean for that to happen. But the reality is she loved him so until his departure or their separation caused her to be devastated. Caused oh, her to be lost. Right. And I think Jada touched on that. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you have she a did. great relationship, when one, one of you leaves the earth yes. sooner than the other one, right. there's going to be some devastation. Absolutely. Unless you just didn't like each other. Right. That's awful. Right. Because my dad used to also preach a message and he used to say that he was with, at this funeral and they, he asked, it, would some people get up and say some um, good words about the person who died? Say one person got up and said he dead. Good. Okay, then. So it just kind of depends on what relationship you had. Wow. While they were leaving. While they were living. That? He dead. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Treat people right. Please do. Just treat people right. Please do. That is horrible for somebody to say at your funeral. He Look here. Good. Or horrible that you lived that kind of life where they would say that yeah. at your funeral. Yeah, it's horrible that you gave them a reason right. to say that. Right. Why go to the funeral? <laughs> to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make sure that he is good and go. Yes, good and go. Okay. <laughs> so then, on that note. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah. So that was a good way to end, though, because next right. topic is death in marriage, like widow Ooh. and death of marriage, like wandering. Somebody's just not there anymore. Ooh. Now, they might be at home, but they're not really there in Ooh. the marriage. And uh, the Rutledges, well, one, oh, I love one. I'm not going to tell you which one. I'm not going to tell y'all which one because they both good. I love them both so yes. much. And so, but May is good because we've got one and then both and then the other. I love it. So we're going to enjoy having them here. Don't forget, if you have takeaways from tonight's show, you can email them. Please do. To info at withtheexes.com. And I'm going to ask the same question that we always ask. Well, at least we've asked it the last three weeks always. If you could make one decision to get you closer to where you want to be, like if you can make one decision today, right now, to get you closer to where you want to be tomorrow, what would that decision be? Wow. And I ask myself that. Well, what are we doing differently today? What are we going to do that we I didn't do? I like that. Girl, I'm trying to keep moving. I love that. If I could do one thing to get me closer to where I want to be, what would it be? Yes. So ask yourself that listeners and viewers that's our challenge that's gonna be our challenge from one week to the next so y'all should be moving yes. and you should have at least taken three steps by now because that's like the third or fourth time i've asked that question i like that we want to hear some sunk in like that we want to hear something if you've been moving and you've been making some decisions hit us up i want to know what that looks like yeah, and celebrate with know. you absolutely we got some shakers out there yeah i know somebody's moving something Something. Something. And we don't even care how fast you move. As long as Just you move. Just move. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know what? I love the fact that we were able to push through all the challenges today. It was like show number one again. OMG. But we survived it. We did. Just we like we through. survived show number one. We did. Cool and we else. have people listening from Mexico now. We can't be stopped. We shaking and moving. In Venice. We're waiting. Yeah, we're, we're moving. moving. Guys, you were listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. with the exes mondays from 7 to 9 p.m central standard time on fishbowl radio network find out more at www.withtheexes.com thanks for joining us on this week's episode of with the exes where we're serious about getting the right people in the right relationships or getting people right in the relationships they're in child don't come into crazy get yourself together and leave crazy on the floor up next is Terrence Buck. You're listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. I know how you're feeling. Stop fighting what you can't control. Release your reservations. And let me be the one you want. Buy into temptation. Seize the chance to change your mind. Promise.
promises I'll make you Words pouring from my mouth like wine Cause if my love's what you want I'll leave it at the door I'll take my heart off my sleeve And leave it on the floor Just leave it on the floor Leave it on the floor Leave it on the floor Don't you love this feeling? Hold my hand and hold me tight Let your heart accept me See I love looking in my eyes Chance a leap of faith. Mm. I'll be there to catch you with open arms. I will remain. Cause if my love's what you want, I'll leave it at the door. I'll take my heart off my sleeve and leave it on. on the floor